Hey guys, welcome to Books and Tonic. I'm Andrew, and I'm here with Lindsay. Hey guys. And Gabby. Hi. And this is our bonus episode for June. And <laughs> what are we reading for June, Lindsay? <laughs> well, what's a bonus okay. episode? So, um, we are reading Love is Love, which was a comic book, like, anthology, um, that was put together, it was put together by DC and IDW Comics, and, like, um, uh, Mark and Draco, like, put every, like, you know, organized it, but it was an anthology that was put together, um, for, like, the victims, and just, like, for what occurred at the Orlando Pulse shooting, um, but, like, it was put together specifically with the proceeds going to Equality Florida, which donates all of its, like, you know, proceeds to the victims and, like, the victims' families of the shooting. So, yeah, so it's it's really, like, nice. It was really special to me. Um, I'm definitely, like, I love comics. Like, I love that world. So, like, it was really, like, it was just, like, really nice that they would do this. Like, I went to MegaCon, and I got to meet... I mean, I met Mark and Draco, but I just met, like, a few of, like, the contributors. And, like, I literally was, like... One of them asked me, like, hey, have you read it? And I was, like, yeah. And, like, I just want to say thank you. Like, I want to say thank you for putting this together. It really meant a lot to someone who's, like, in the Orlando community and, like, who feels as an ally to the LGBTQ community and, like, also who, like, just genuinely, like, loves the comic world. Like, it was just... It was a nice thing to do, so... Yeah, as soon as I found out about it, I definitely bought it. I was like, there's no way I'm not buying this. Like, there's no way I'm not going to have a copy of this. Yeah. Um, I love that they gave all the proceeds. I mean, I imagine that, like, they wanted to keep as much money for, like, the victims as possible. That's why there's no, like, table of contents or things like that. Because they were really trying to, like, simplify it and just... I'm assuming they wanted to just get it out there. Because this came out pretty quickly after Pulse, right? I think it came out in January. Okay. Yeah, it came out this year. Oh, okay. I thought it came out last year. Well, it's like six months yeah, to like, like publish and edit. Yeah, that's, an anthology. that's not too much time mm-hmm. either. I mean, he talks about it like... There's a portion in here where I think he, Mark and Draco like talks about like... Or maybe I just read it somewhere. <laughs> but he was literally like... It was pretty soon after it happened though that he did say like... I want to put this together. I'll organize it. Like... And it, it did start pretty soon. Yeah, it's in the back. Oh yeah, it's in, in the, the back. Afterward. It's in the back. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I swear I read this somewhere. No, yeah. Well, I guess we should like mention Pulse though. Because mm-hmm. we are... This is the... Uh, the 12th will be the anniversary of the shooting. Um... Yeah, that was, so we're dedicating our whole, like, book in June to Pulse as well. Exactly. Um, because we're, not only are we, like, all, like, from that community, but, Lindsay, you live in Orlando. I mean, this is, like, we've... we've been to Pulse. Yeah. Like, was that just, was the crazy part. Like, it's, you know, it's awful to, like, you hear, like, shootings that happen in, like, Yeah, all these things happen, but they and, don't like, really you, happen to you. Right? I mean, like, you know... This didn't even happen to us, but, like... It happened, to it like happened somewhere people. that we've been, yeah. you know. And so. Oh, no, yeah. It was, like, scary. Like, it was scary to, like, sit there and, like, watch, like, the news, like, as they found out, like, more and more. And it's, like, it, like it's very close to where... It's, like, I guess I shouldn't say down the street, but it feels down the street. Like, it's very close to where I'm sitting, like, right now. Yeah. So, it definitely was very, like, eerie. And, I mean, like, it was really sad, but it was also, like, really... It was inspiring to see, like, the community pull together afterwards. Like, the day after, there was, like, so many, like, blood drives and so much going on. And, like, there's also so much going on, like, 
um, this Monday, like, I'm going to actually, like, events for, like, they've made it, like, you know, a day for polls, like, a day to, like, you know, remember the victims and stuff like that, so that was also, like, like, it feels good to be a part of a community that definitely, like, took charge of, like, this moment and, like, reached out to the people who were affected and, like, yeah, so. Well said. Yeah, I'm... I don't know. I feel like these type of things are meant to, like, destroy communities, and actually what ends up happening is, like, like we saw in, like, Orlando, like, we saw in, like, Manchester, how we saw in London, like, they just, like, mm-hmm. people just, like, refuse to be scared and frightened and, like, not live their lives because of the acts of, like, a few individuals, so. Yeah. The, the, sh- the shooting happened on a Sunday, right? Yeah, I think it was, like, a... It was, um, I think it was a Sunday. Right? I remember remember going out that Monday, like, do you remember? Yeah. That Monday. It was my birthday. We went out for your birthday, and, like, the bar was dead. Because the shooting happened on June 12th. My birthday is the 13th. Yeah. And we went out to a gay bar on Monday, and and it was was just, like, And it was, like, it was very, like, yeah. I don't know. You tell the people that were there were, like, there for a reason. Mm -hmm. Like, Like, they had made For a pointed reason. Yeah. It's just, like, yeah, we're not going to let this, like, make us hide. That's basically... Yeah. But, yeah. So, love is love. Wait, the drink? That oh, we're the drinking? drink. Yeah. We always forget the drink. Like, that's literally what we're about. <laughs> <laughs> we always forget the drink because we before we hit the record button, we're, like, one in. <laughs> <laughs> so, this one's we're having uh, Mimosa Violeta, which is champagne... Or sparkling wine. (laughs) Champagne. (laughs) Or Prosecco. Yeah, no, yeah, okay, fine. So something bubbly and festive. (laughs) Um, And. Yeah, go ahead. Violet liqueur, and we just love elderflower liqueur, so there's some in there. Unless you don't like it, then you can leave it out because you're dumb. (laughs) (laughs) No, Um, yeah. I know it's definitely. The prettiest mimosa you'll ever have. Yeah. It's definitely yeah, an homage sure. to Agua Violeta, which is like... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it taste like that? I never drank Agua Violeta. <laughs> <laughs> so... So... You know what I mean. No, it does have, yeah, your taste and your, your, your smell, all those, yeah. Yeah. By the way, I feel like if you're not from Miami, or you're not Hispanic, or it's is it a Cuban a, thing? It's or a Latin thing. Like I was going to say, you're not Cuban. Is it a Cuban thing? It's a I Latin think it's a Cuban thing. I feel like thing. that's a Cuban no. thing. I think it might be a Latin thing. Well, Agua de Violeta is like this, like, cologne, this, like, that people put, like, smother on babies, on, <laughs> yeah. like, children. So, like, yeah, like, like, literally, <laughs> like, I would get out of the shower and my grandma would dose me in yeah. that, like, before yes. school, after school, like, at every moment. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, it smells like childhood. So true. Yeah. That's that's well, like it. a baby. <laughs> yes. But yeah, this that's it's awesome. I like it. So there's just like three types of alcohol in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Okay. So that's okay. Nothing like a mimosa. So let's get to this comment. Yeah. Uh, so ratings. What do you guys think? I'll give it four stars. I read this like a lot. Like I actually read this in January when it came out. Like I bought it when it came out, and I was like iffy which i feel like we'll talk about why Mm -hmm. but i read it again today and i actually really love it like i feel like i don't know i feel like it's really important like i actually i i do like it a lot more than the original time i read it um i i would give it five stars gabby 
Um, I gave it four stars. I'm, yeah, I, I'm not a comic book person, but I Is that why you give it four stars? No, I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry, Gabby's gonna exit now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for I'm joining not... us, Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I don't know, I don't feel, I, but some of the stories really, like, made a connection, so that's why I gave it four stars. And, like, obviously, I love, like, the theme. I love the idea, the concept, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely uh I didn't give it that extra star because at some point at some point it does feel a little self righteous, you know, not all the authors are LGBTQ. So I don't know. Yeah, and that's what I was mentioning before. I mean it's not even like not all of the authors are LGBTQ. It feels like majority yeah. might not be. Like it feels like it's it's definitely like it's definitely like an ally piece. Which, I mean, as an ally, like, I, like, I'm not necessarily a member of the community, like, I can definitely appreciate it, but I just feel like, you know, representation is important, so. Yeah, a lot of it, but, not so many of the stories were I, 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 and if it was, I mean, like, as from the perspective of an LGBTQ person, um, I felt like some of it was, like, if it was, like, first person perspective, it was, like, an ally, you know, explaining how, like, yeah. They overcame something or they made a realization or had to explain this tragedy that happened to their children. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So and I noted like one of the stories. Um it was written by Matthew Rosenberg, colors by Tyler Boss, letters by Ryan Ferrier, um lines by Amanke I'm just going to go with N. I'm really sorry. Please don't hate me. Um, And literally, like, in this story, he even writes, like, and I'm painfully aware that as a straight white male writer, I'm taking up space in a conversation about violence in the LGBTQ and Latinx communities, and I'm racking my brain trying to think what value my perspective brings. And I feel like that was, it's honestly one of my favorite pieces because it just, it honestly, like, sums up the book, but he does a good job. Like, he, he's being honest. Like, he's being honest, and it's not like, like, he did bring important things to the table. He even says, like, please support, you know, comic creators. And, like, he mentions, like, the um, co- cartoonists of color. He mentions, like, queer cartoonists. But it kind of summed up how I felt about the book a little bit. So. Yeah. You know, okay, his thing is very much, like, when I read it, I was like, thank you for, like, being real. And then at some point, it's like you think, like, okay, how many times am I going to, like, applaud, like, a, a, like a straight white guy for, like, like, you know. But, yeah. like, at the same time, like, I... Dude, like, I was like, okay, thank you for at least being, like, honest and being like, I don't know what the hell I should say about this subject because it doesn't involve me. I mean... Yeah, it was very much Adele's Adele at the Grammys. You know what I mean? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I love Adele, though. <laughs> I do love Adele, yeah. Maybe, yeah, I do love Adele. I mean, one thing that, like, I got from that piece and just, like, the pieces in general, though, is that, like, okay, this is a... This anthology is done between, like, DC, which is, you know, I don't know, it's, like, one of the top two comic book yes. companies in the fucking world, and IDW, which is, like, the fifth, and I feel like that kind of shows the representation of literally just the comic book community, which shows communities, like, the representation in communities, period, and, like, comic book communities are definitely gaining more and more representation, and, like, characters themselves, you know, are bringing about more and more representation but there's definitely still like it's lacking like it's still lacking and I feel like 
I mean, something like this just honestly brings that to the table to me, so. In comic books, there's definitely, like, this gap between um, what is making money and what readers want, or, like, what readers are expecting in terms of, like, diversity. Um, Do you know what I mean? Like, what do you mean, a gap? Like, Like, oh, I mean, as in, like, like Marvel, for example, like, their sales aren't, right now, they aren't the best. But they do. They are like having like a much more diverse set of like, of a lineup or whatever. Because I was like, I, I mentioned this because like, on the New York Times like bestseller list for young adult books this last week, like five out of the top ten were diverse like per- people of color authors, mm-hmm. um, and it was just like a very like a moment where I was like, take that like, yeah, you think this isn't sellable? Like, look at the New York Times bestseller list. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I think comics are, like, not seeing the same thing. Like, no, I mean, yeah. Marvel, like, bigger people in Marvel, like, there was literally, like, a recent, like, issue where they even kind of commented on it in a negative way. Like, they were even, like, someone higher up in Marvel, and I I wish I had this article to reference right now. Literally, yeah, he they literally commented on the fact that, like, they've made Thor a woman. They've made Iron Man a woman, like, stuff like that. And, like, it's it's not even, like, selling well. Like, it's yeah. it's just all about money. You know, it's all about money. And, like, I was so angry, especially because, like, those are some of my favorite fucking comic books. And, like, fine, like, it's they're women, but, like, it's not even just that. Like, I don't know. It was, it was very upsetting. But, like, yeah, I don't think that comic books are seeing, like, necessarily the same. I also don't think like, the audience changes. for, like, young adult is the same as, like, the... the demographics of the comic book community and that also influences a lot because like how progressive are like young women you know yeah it's funny that you say that because like uh marvel for example has always been more progressive than dc Mm -hmm. um but i don't think that like resonates with the demographics or what you would think is a typical comic book reader which is technically the majority comic book of comic book readers. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. white men are still a majority of comic book readers. Like, not people yeah. of color, not women, not LGBT people. So, I don't know. Maybe that's why this book is for the allies, by the allies. I think allies. that's what... That's what... I think that's exactly... That's my point. I think that's exactly why... I, I think that's what this book... I think that's why this book is what it is. And I mean, like, I don't think it's only for the allies. Like, I think it can be for the community. Like, I think no matter what, no. it was a really nice thing. I just That think... was a joke. Like, it's obviously, and like, I mean, for charity. Yeah. Or an like, organization. Like, they did a nice And there is LGBT members who, like, there is there LGBT is, yeah. authors and contributors. Like, it's not like that doesn't exist. It's just that, like I said, I think that the majority is allies. And I think that that shows that the majority within the community is what it is and it is like and i shouldn't say i feel like there is actually a lot of women contributors in this piece but it is a lot of straight contributors so which i feel like this is the one thing that hasn't diversified in comics anyways like it's not like we have a ton of gay comics so i loved the harley quinn and poison ivy comic because i am definitely standing for poison ivy and harley quinn like obviously the cutest couple in the world and they're so in love with each other and it just needs to be canon already i mean it is canon is it already i mean like it's always hint i feel like I feel this like... is very off topic though well, but yes amanda connor has definitely made it clear i mean they're not like in a relationship but you know they're in a relationship like harley like wants her to live with her right now it's i know really but cute. i just like i don't know i'm not 
I haven't read the latest Harley, but like I hope she's fucking over the Joker. Like, and let's stop like romanticizing abusive relationships. It's the best. I love it. Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palamodi. I cannot say his last name right. I'm so (laughs) sorry. Have done an awesome job. But yeah, either way, that is like my ship since like what 2007. (laughs) Like Poison Ivy and Harley, they are the best. Um, I also love the one where she's like forcing these guys to like flirt faster because there's no time oh my god i love that <laughs> she's like we have no time i really like the one with the written by t franklin and the art by carla speed mcneil um the one with like all the text messages coming in it's someone who's like boarded a flight and like landed in berlin and then they find out what happened at pulse um and then it's all the text like of a panic of like everyone trying to find out like who who's okay and who's not okay and who's safe and that was just like really yeah close. like could you so, imagine just like not knowing and like having to just like i mean that could have happened to anyone yeah, like how yeah. many i mean i don't know i mean like i actually knew people like in orlando who personally like had to post things on facebook to say like blah 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 please tell me if you're okay like blah 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 please tell me if you're okay like it was so scary like it was so sad and like people had to like you know like like i actually knew a girl who worked at pulse like i you know what i mean like i went to look for her facebook to make sure she was okay so yeah like that one was very like real like it was very real and it was sad because that's definitely what was happening because pulse was like a center of the community for them and like yeah it was definitely sad while we're speaking about that there was one with with Batman and um he's like walking through and all the bodies are on the floor and they it's something there's like a line that mentions that like all the phones are ringing and like that was just such like like I could just like in that moment I was just like pictured all these people Mm -hmm. dead on the ground and their phones like ringing in like their freaking pockets and stuff yeah because like their family members are trying and like that just like broke my heart like Mm -hmm. that was just like too real also i'm sorry at one point i was reading this and i just like Mm -hmm. i don't know why i had never pictured this but i was like literally like we've been to the bathrooms at pulse yeah and i had never thought about this but i was like oh my god i've like like i closed my eyes and i was like oh my god where did the i don't know i had never done that before like i read about this like i read things that like what people of like what happened i hear like what people like what people said happened and like i just picture like the whole setup and like where the bar is where the stage is where the bathrooms are i had never done that before that was like that that like blew my mind yeah yeah i the, blocked that out about I, like, the batman one that you just mentioned they also mentioned how like the world's greatest detective how batman is the world's greatest detective and like in batman's like monologue dialogue whatever whatever what he's saying is like basically how he cannot find sense of what happened like there's no detective work and like going on like trying to figure out what happened like because it was just like a senseless hate crime mm-hmm. and i do feel like um i when i think of pulse i think of it as like a hate crime i don't really think of it in terms i know that the the shooter i'm not even gonna mention his name because i don't care for him but like to give him that even that respect but he like claimed you know responsibility for like isis or whatever or, like lo- loyalty to Mm-hmm. these movements and like his dying breath and like i don't even that's not like i don't think that's what pulse was about like i think that fed it but like i don't think i think it was a hate crime i think he was like someone who was maybe like i don't 
don't know, repressed, like, hateful because of what maybe he felt, and he, like, so I don't think of this as, like, a, I mean, it is a terrorist yeah. attack. Yeah, because, I don't think like, those two things are, like, necessarily, like, exclusive, you know what I mean? Like, a terrorist attack can, a hate crime can be a terrorist attack, and a terrorist yes. attack can be a hate crime. Yes, but I'm not, like, I don't look at Pulse as, like, as this, like, as, like, I would look at, like... No, I know the what you're Lon- saying. Like, when, the, the attack yeah. in, like, London. The way that terrorism has been defined for us in our society. Yeah. yeah, no, I definitely remember, like, when it happened and people were, like, spinning the whole ISIS terrorist, exactly, yeah. um, jihadism, like, storyline. And, like, people forgot, like, this was literally, like... An attack on that community, on the LGBTQ community. And the Latino community, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. two communities that have, like, you know... Like, whatever. Historically have been disenfranchised and marginalized. And, you know, but, like, we're so focused on, like, this Muslim did this. And it's like, no, dude, like, this isn't, like, that's not Islam. Like, these are extremists. These are, it's not, whatever. I'm getting all up in my no, feelings, I mean, but. It's going to be that type of month. It, like, really sucked because it just, yeah. I remember it really sucking because... Like, there was something that happened to, like, this community, and, like, all you can do is, like, fuel this, like, this um, mm-hmm. Islamophobic, like, shit that they fucking put on the news all the time. And I, I mean, that, like, okay, so that brings me to J, um, G. Wilson, G. Willow Wilson, sorry, I've had a couple of drinks, um, her piece, because, I mean, like, in the end, like, yeah, this was about, it was about different communities, but in the end, like, I feel like our society always brings it back to you know, he was Muslim, he was this, and, like, she, I mean, she's a Muslim comic book writer herself, but her piece, like, it's about that, it's, like, it's a quote from the Quran, but it's about two gay guys who are walking, just walking down the street, and they see someone who is dressed in, like, traditional, like, you know, Muslim clothing, and, like, they hug, and, like, I don't know, I, like, loved that piece, because, like, in the end, like, our society did drag that community into it again because it's just how it always is they're always dragged into (laughs) it as well so i don't know i i thought that piece was really important as well just and like i i thought it was great that she literally used a quote from the quran because i mean like it's (laughs) like it's not what we think like that religion isn't what we think those people aren't what our society tries to make us believe they are so i thought that piece was also like really I mean, it was really sad, so. There was one story. I don't want to talk about this because I don't want to get all sad. But there was one story in this book. In this thing that was like. And from. And you know, there was one event, Pulse, and it changed everything. Oh, the one Superboy in the future. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, but it changed nothing. (laughs) I know. Like, actually, like, you know, we said that after, like. Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook. Like, we said that after Sandy Hook. Yeah. And, like, nothing changed. When I read that story, though, I almost felt like it was a comment on the fact that nothing ever changes. Like, I almost feel like that that was the point. Like, that was, like, when I read it, I was just, like, I don't know. I felt like maybe it was just irony. Because nothing ever changes. Like, it just doesn't. There was one story with a, with a dog. And it's, like, the first image is, like, a dog being, you know, adopted. And then, you know, the dog's, like, life with their owner. And then that owner is, like supposed to be i guess a victim in the trump in the oh my god 
Damn. I was thinking about like how Trump is an awful person. Oh my god. And like how nothing has changed since the post shooting because what are they called? Floridian, Floridian slips. I know, right? That's, I was trying to think of the word, but I was like, I'm too Damn. dumb to say that. That's thing in the podcast. thing in the episode. Whatever. Okay. Um, and then you have to assume that like the owner some is a was like something happened to him he never comes back and then the next the last image is like the dog again and like adoption in like a in a which is honestly like i i'm one of those people that like a dog story will get to me yes like i have a dog i go out and like i do like literally i do think what if something happens to me and like my dog is expecting me to come home Mm -hmm. and like i never come home yeah. So that I mean, really... We're all dog people. Yeah. I feel like that story, like, definitely for yeah. all of us was very close to our yeah, hearts. Yeah, that hit me. Like, I definitely do think of my dog every time I go out. And I was just like, damn, him to not one safe. friend would take in that dog. Like, um, Yeah, I, after I read that story, I definitely told you guys the, the plans for what would happen to my dog in the case of my death. <laughs> what are the plans? Yeah, one of you guys better take him. <laughs> no, I remember that. I remember, oh, like, yeah. That would never, like, I feel like we are all too much of dog people for that to ever yeah. be, like, a Like, if anything, we'd be fighting over your dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, we're never going to be like, that dog has to live on the street. <laughs> I mean, his dog is so Actually, devil. wait, who are we talking about again? <laughs> Broccoli, yeah. The oh, wait. Demon and, dog. Hold on, I have to go. My, I have to go, bye. <laughs> <laughs> At least I know Lux has a home. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lux will, like... He'll die right after you. <laughs> that's probably... Actually, like, that's so true because he stops eating even when I leave for a day. So, yeah. <laughs> Definitely true. I like Riverdale, the show. I've never really read the Archie comics. The Archie story <laughs> was, like... <laughs> Archie comics and I do love Riverdale as well. Okay, the story was lame though. The story is super lame. Yeah. But I mean, I liked the fact that this book had like, I don't know, like known people like that. Known, yeah. like, Archie's not a hero. I was gonna say hero, but he's not a hero. But like, you know, like entities like that. Like, I loved those pieces. Like, I mean, we talked about like Poison Ivy, Ivy like we talked about Harley Quinn, but my favorite ones are the ones with like Batwoman because she's like definitely like one of the prominent like LGBTQ characters for DC because yeah. they don't have, you know, a ton. So one of my favorite pieces is the drawing. Um, it's, it's like towards the beginning, there's a drawing of Batwoman by Raphael Albuquerque. I'm sorry. I, like, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry, guys. We're I'm I'm like three drinks in, but that's how I'm gonna pronounce it right now. I I I can't use my Spanish accent on a podcast. Too embarrassing. But I love it. Like I love all the pieces with Batwoman. Like Gail Simone is in here, and like she's like definitely like one of my like legend. In my opinion, she's like a legendary writer for me, and like definitely. I love the piece in it. Like I mentioned earlier, G Wilson Willow. G Willen Will Willow Wilson. God, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> Her piece is in here, and, like, she's, like, definitely, like... I mean, she writes Miss Marvel right now, and it's, like, the most kick-ass comic I've ever read in my life. And, like, I just loved, like, seeing things like that. Like, um, Stefan Rue has a piece in here. I got to meet him at um, Megacon, and, like, he's awesome. I like the Batman piece that's, like, almost pop art, and it's, like, where he's, like, I'm tired, yeah. I'm tired. Um, that one is by... Mitch Gerads, 
and Tom King. Yeah, there's some, there's just some really good pieces in here, and I, like, love the superhero ones. Like, I just love it. It's, it was so, like, I don't know. It was so cool. So there was a little tidbit in here. Not a little tidbit, but (laughs) a little uh, illustration of um, Harry Potter, Hermione, Ron, and Dumbledore. Yeah, I liked it. I I mean, it. it was cute, but, like... Andy is a Dumbledore truther. I'm a Dumbledore denier. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't believe he was gay. Listen, I love J.K. Rowling, and um, by the way, go on J.K. Rowling's Twitter today. She went. Oh my off. god, I know she's so fucking she badass. She went off. She unlike this male like liberal that she followed that she unfollowed. I hope he's like in a hole, like crying oh, after. But she does that like she, daily. Oh my god, I love like, her. God, though. like, oh, I can't. I just, like, hate her because I want to be her. <laughs> um, but about the page, um, yeah, I liked it. It's a good drawing. Okay, I kind of agree with Andy, though. I'm sorry. I don't necessarily think that when J.K. Rowling wrote this book, she was like, I'm writing this character what? named Dumbledore. He is gay. No, I, I always got a thing fact, between them, though. Nah. No, I what? think after the fact, when he was telling the story, when he was telling the story, when he was telling the story between him and Grindelwald, I was like, there's something going on there. I remember, re- like, thinking that when I read the book. You know what? We will never know because that she would never tell us. But I'm sorry. No, I definitely when she announced that I remember I was like, listen, that's really fucking cool. Like, I'm down. Awesome. I appreciate you. But like, you did not think that 10 years ago. No, I can. Look, she didn't think Hermione was black 10, 10 years ago. Like, I will give you that. Oh, my God. Yeah, Because, like, like that on. she pulled out from under her sleeve. Like, she was just like, <laughs> she was like, oh, and. <laughs> like, this whole yeah, time. I'm sorry. <laughs> Definitely. Like, let's not even go there. Yeah, but I think I. She was like, I wrote this passage where Hermione had like, curly hair. <laughs> <laughs> like, Okay. As a girl with curly hair, though, with unmanageable, frizzy, like, lots okay, of Okay, J.K. Rowling hair. wasn't writing about you. J.K. when I read Hermione, I was like, oh my god, this is me in a book. She has ugly hair, and she's not that pretty, and she loves reading books. And Except like, for she was definitely a white girl. Yes, okay. <laughs> she was definitely white in my head, but I was like... At least she's not a white girl with, like, straight blonde hair. I was, I so appreciate it. Like, you don't know. Hermione, I, like, related to her so much. When they started straining her hair in the movie, I was so Hermione. sad. Yeah. That actually was. I feel I feel like Emma Watson was like, I'm, I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just, like, move on from this. So, uh, later this month, we'll see you for June's episode on More Happy Than Not by Adam Silvera. And um, it's my birthday on Tuesday, June 13th. And She's old. The devil's birthday. I'm turning 25 and it's hard. But it would make it a lot easier if everyone that listens to this episode rated us on iTunes. Consider 25 stars. It, <laughs> <laughs> consider it a birthday gift to me and fuck all of you. <laughs> wait, wait, I don't have to get you anything? I can just give us stars? Just rate your own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, guys, this was Lindsay Andy and Gabby from Books and Tonic. We're all drunk. Bye. Ciao. Bye. (laughs) God, I want a cigarette. Cheers.